Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the nation. That's Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with my co-host, Leanne Whippen, and the rest of the crew here at the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, Oregon. Barbecue Nation is proudly part of the USA Radio Networks. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, as always, the way beef the way nature intended. We appreciate their support for this show and always have. Well, there was big doings a couple, three weeks ago in Texas, and Leanne and I were there, along with this gentleman. Kel Phelps from National Barbecue News, but now the proud owner of the NBBQA. And you need to add a few more letters to that. Yeah. Yeah. Kel. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, man, we've been uh, as busy as a cat in a room full of rockers at the retirement home since we've been back. <laughs> so uh, we add any more to that. I think we're going to probably be in trouble. So <laughs> you, you might be in trouble now. You just don't know it. You're just doing that. We hope so. I mean, National Barbecue News is pretty much a full-time job for you. I mean, I've known you for, what, six years now, something like that, seven years. But taking on something like this, first of all, what prompted you, because you actually bought it, what prompted you to make those decisions and, and push those transactions forward? So basically, man, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Barbecue News is a full-time job for me and Miss Janet, um, without a doubt. Uh, we're blessed to uh, to be doing that for over 30 years now. But uh, MBQA uh, Board of Directors, uh, President and Treasurer, Kim Phillips, uh, Treasurer Barbara Latimer, President, cornered me up um, six, eight months ago, and uh, since the pandemic and a couple of their changes and things had been um, missing, they were basically running the association on their own. And that's something that very few people really realize. Um, and like me, they have full-time jobs as well, but they um, took time out of their schedule volunteer-wise and checked every email, paid the bills, um, in addition to making all the arrangements, uh, trying to plan a conference um, and such things as that for the last uh, three years almost. So, um, and they did it by cutting every dime they could to make it survive, let it survive. And when they come and told me what was happening and they were looking at maybe just dissolving it, they had president-elect, um, who was coming and um, had been elected and he had actually about two months uh, after being elected, he had decided he was going to turn that down. He had had a new job offer. Um, personal life was going crazy. You know how it is when, right. when your business life starts picking up, 
your home life starts going away or something. There's a, mm-hmm. and if you don't keep that balance there, it's tricky. So with that decision being made, the association was going to continue to go down that track. And um, it was not uh, in a successful way, not because of what they were doing. It was just, um, we just didn't have the manpower uh, in place that, that they needed to make it happen. So they were looking at just dissolving MBBQA as they know it as a nonprofit. And, um, you know, before they did that, they, out of respect, I guess, they just said, hey, look, you you could probably do this, um, but we can't any longer. You know, we, we've done that for the last couple of years and it's killing us, literally killing us. And the association is not growing and we don't want to see that happen anymore. Um, so I didn't even know that it could be done. I, I didn't know you could actually buy a nonprofit organization because I didn't, I, yeah. I had to go and get legal advice and see, you know, what, what's the uh, agenda? How does that happen? Mm-hmm. And um, believe it or not, it happens more often than not. Um, a lot of nonprofits uh, sometimes get bought up by individuals or uh, companies who most of the time have an intent on reviving or keeping that association going. Um, but they do it in a way so that the volunteer boards go away, the some of the different inputs and the foundation of how the organizations run from day to day will change. Uh, so once we realized and, and saw we could do it legally, me and Miss Janet just started praying about it. We said, golly, that's a big undertaking because we know, you know, I've been around that organization for 30 years too. So I've seen how much work goes involved in, you know, making a show, making uh, a meetup, making the website, you know, it's, it's very, very labor intensive (laughs) to say Mm -hmm. the least. And um, so, you know, we said, you know what, let's, let's do it. So we committed X number of dollars to a revamp and uh, the change. And once that uh, investments gone or whatever, uh, we'll, It'll either survive and grow on its own or uh, it'll go back. But the biggest thing to know is that, you know, we're going to give it our best shot. We've got our first full-time employee hired. So as far as a management group or a um, director, um, that's going to be us. So we'll still be, you know, have volunteer boards, input boards from restaurant people, caterers, competitors, uh, awesome rub guys, uh, backyard guys, and we definitely will work with any of those in any form or fashion. But the day to day business um, is going to change from having to send emails and wait maybe two or three weeks before you get an answer. Now you can actually call us on the telephone and uh, we'll. Yeah, you put your phone number on the bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of we kind of did a little Easter egg there yeah. um, before we announced all this to see, but nobody caught it. So that was, <laughs> that was fun. But but yeah, so you know that's that's one of the downfalls when you got a volunteer board. You just can't call up the president because she's running a ten location franchise for some folks out of Florida. So you never know what she's into. So you can't just put your cell phone out there for everybody to call you. But 
so that'll you know that'll be some of the changes that are coming and um but we're excited uh we think the opportunity is limitless if uh if we can just make it happen and uh keep people involved and keep it going and growing um we think the sky's the limit well it's a big bite of the elephant you know i mean your direct competitor if you will would be kansas city barbecue society kcbs i'm sure that you the two organizations get compared to each other from you know here and there like that uh but to have it go private were there any grumblings about you and Miss Janet taking it over where some people go and yeah, that's great. And other people going, I'm not so sure about that. Um, you know, the thing with KCBS, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I'm not sure they're much of a competitor with us. Um, as a, probably a partner in some form or fashion. Um, we've always worked with them with the magazine. We've always worked with them with the association, but the, MBBQA is made up of a whole lot more than just competitors. You know, um, Leanne can tell you from way back when, when her um, dad, she was in the restaurant business. Um, her dad, man, oh my goodness. I can't tell you how many folks he mentored in the restaurant and catering business um, through buying, pro you know, just learning how to buy products in bulk versus, right. you know, buy them uh, day by day or whatever. But um, so, you know, a tiny part of us of MBBQA is made up of competitors. Um, and again, we want to try to work with everybody. Surely don't want to compete. Um, I feel like anybody. you're more of the whole industry versus KCBS. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. That's what we try to do. We try to represent anybody who wants to learn to do barbecue better. We want to help them. And if it's a competitor, yeah, we'll send them to KCBS because that's the that's one of the competition deals. But if they live in Texas, we're probably going to send them a list of all the 32 Texas organizations down there, too. Or if they're <laughs> in Florida, you know, we'll send them down to the yeah. Florida Association. So um, as long as they're members, man, we want to we want to let them all, you know, tell them about it. But getting back to the question, I kind of got off on that. But did anybody, you know, frown? I, I will be honest with you, man, the very first phone call I made um the person didn't answer and I uh, didn't return my call I kind of vaguely said hey look I'm looking at some I'm looking at doing something and I want to get your advice on it and um I didn't get a call back and even to this day I ain't got a call back from that individual yet but um everybody else we've reached out to said heck yeah um do it, man. You, you're the you're the one that's got the network and connections. You can do it. You can make it happen. Um, and we'll support you. Every last one of them uh, told me they would support us. And I 100% I agree. If anybody can do it, you can do it. So uh, we support you, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you know, and, it, you know, that's the thing, you know, it. People don't realize that it's our network. You know, and when our network grows, everybody grows, you know, as we, um, you know, we can all put our head in the sand and, you know, do our own little thing. But um, eventually doing our own little thing, things change. Um, we've seen that over the past couple of years, huge, uh, especially in the restaurant business, catering business. Um, so having that network 
of people who do that on a day-to-day basis and can help you or will help you and network, talk about, hey, well, I did this and I did that. Um, you know, that's that's priceless sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to take a break here on Barbecue Nation. We're going to be back with Kel Phelps from National Barbecue uh, News. And now the we'll come up with a title for you here pretty soon, Kel, uh, from the National Bar- Barbecue Association right after this on Barbecue Nation. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation here on the USA Radio Networks. I'm JT along with Leanne, and we've got Kel Phelps with us today. If you'd like to contact us, it's pretty easy. You can go to barbecuenationjt.com, and there's a little contact uh, box down there. That email will go to me, and I always share it. Well, the nice ones with Leanne I share. Um, and uh, Or you can find us on social media, of course, Facebook. We have... Leanne's got her Facebook. I've got my Facebook. We've got Barbecue Nation's Facebook, also on Twitter, and all the platforms there. But today we're talking with our buddy Kel Phelps. Uh, you may know him from being on the show, talking about what's coming up in National Barbecue News. But he's now got the the reins of a whole organization, and I feel for you. Let's <laughs> put it that way. It should be good. It really should. You know, when I was with you and Leanne in Texas, there were the some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've shook a lot of hands, but uh, there wasn't anybody. You could walk up and sit down at a table and not know them. And by the time you sat down and had lunch with them or listened to one of the seminars, you knew them. You know, they were your... A uh, new friend, so to speak. <clears throat> Are you going to uh, keep that persona? I hope you do with with the NBBQA on that, uh, because that's really helpful to people. If you walk into a room and you don't know anybody, and you walk out of that room three hours later, and all of a sudden you think you've got fifty new friends, that's a big deal. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, that that's way above my pay grade. Uh, (laughs) it takes a whole lot of willing people um to do that and that's you know as a whole barbecue family they're giving like that and if you watch or follow any of those big guys who millions of followers on youtube and facebook and all that stuff those guys are givers you know they want to help they um, they've been there, they've been lost before, and they depend on others. Um, we talked about their network to grow, to help them get better, no matter what they're doing, whether it's in the backyard, whether it's competition or catering, or even in the restaurant business. Golly. And yeah, to say, am I going to keep that? No, man, I'm going to sure try to poke at them and uh, keep everybody on that same mind frame of giving. But yeah, that's that's a group. That's not that's not anything I can change. I guess I could dress up in a red suit with a pitchfork and some horns no. and you know 
turn things a lot different, but no, we don't, that, that's not what we would be about for sure. I'd like to see Miss Janet's response if you actually did that. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> obviously you're going to need dollar support. Um, how do you go about getting, because I'm assuming that you would go after corporate people. Do you go to them and ask for their, their support? I mean, that that's, that's a big thing and it takes a lot of time in itself. So how do you, how do you, begin to grow the association yeah so you know our concept has always been um it's in balance with members you know you can't it's hard to have 300 members and go to a corporation and say hey i need fifty thousand dollars so i can grow this group over here you usually don't work that way uh, most of the time you just start with uh start with membership and offer them benefits and you mm -hmm. make sure and this is our goal. This is our business plan. Now, I don't know how other folks do it or whatever, but our, our goal is to set up so that we can double membership every two years. So um, if we're hope to be 500 members in the next two years, and then in four years will be a thousand members. And then once you get that um, membership where it is um, sustaining itself. And what I mean by that is, um renewals you know mm -hmm. we have had an awful lot i think we've got like forty thousand contacts in the database now of people who at one time or another were involved or members of the association so but because of inactivity and not getting the benefits that actually they felt like they got something for the money um, they didn't renew. So if we can get back to a 60, 70, maybe even an 80% renewal rate, um, that'll let us know that, hey, we're doing something right. And then that's when you start plugging in and bringing in corporate guys and uh, letting them play with and uh, work with our membership. But yeah, it, it, all about, it all boils down first with us as membership. You know, we've got mm -hmm. to offer our members something and make sure they're getting their money's worth. And then uh, we'll, we'll, the rest of it, usually, believe it or not, will take care of itself. Those guys pay attention enough now that when they see something uh, going in the right direction, they'll contact you and want to jump on board. Mm -hmm. How do you reach out to the Weekend Warriors, John Q. Public, as you call them, Kel? How do you really find the guy in Wyoming who's, you know, likes to cook a brisket every two weeks or something like that. How, how do you, how do you reach them? The biggest deal coming up, of course, would be social media, man. I mean, that's the cheapest way to go about, you know, hands down, you know, getting a hold of everybody. But for us, you know, it's all about our members, the relying on our members to start um, saying, Hey, you know what, man? I had that same problem, but I got it with this group out of, uh, you know, the MBQA, this group. So maybe join them. They Maybe they could help you. That's where the rubber meets the road, I guess. You know, people right. People see, uh, they call them tire kickers, I guess is what they call them. <laughs> but, um, you know, everybody will watch a video and say, oh, yeah, that's great. And that's cool. And, that, yeah, I think I could do that. But. You know, when your buddy next door says, hey, man, I joined this group and I learned this and this and this, 
that's got a whole lot more uh, sustainability than just watching a video on uh, Facebook or on Twitter or something like that. But it's the whole package together that works to keep us going and growing. And I, you know, and I'm not sure that we're going to wind up with 450,000 members um, because we reached all the backyarders. I'm not sure that there's that many backyards when we get that serious about barbecue like our members are. We got to take a break. We'll be back with Kel Phelps, National Barbecue News, and now the NBBQA head Mahu. He's got a little crown on there, as you can see. We'll be right back. If you're enjoying GT and his show, come check out my podcast, Around the House with Eric G, where we talk home improvement and design right here where you catch this podcast. Head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation here on the USA Radio Networks. I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippen. Today, we're talking with Kel Phelps from National Barbecue News. We'd like to, again, thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef for their support of this show for over the years. We really appreciate that. You can find out more about them online at PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com. Also, Gunter Wilhelm Knives, or as um, Meathead calls it, Gunter, uh, I'm not sure which one's which. David didn't seem to care when we were down there in, <laughs> in Texas. <clears throat> They're great knives. I use them. Leanne uses them. Um, great balance. And for a, <laughs> you use them too. And Kelly yeah. uses them too. And Kel there uses, you go. Yeah, I use them. <clears throat> so that should tell you something there. Also, you can find all these shows, um, little different versions of them on all the podcast platforms and all that. And we are building a library. Uh, full of these videos for the interviews and those will not be edited like we have to for time on the radio but you'll see the video you'll see the facial reactions of some people when leanne asks them about barbecuing at a nudist camp or something so yeah you can do that anyway let's get back to kel phelps have you ever barbecued at a nudist camp kel oh, lord oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no man i i will say this Closest I ever got was Jamaica, probably 2004, 2003. My good friend Rocky Danner had a uh, hosted a world championship cook-off down there. And it was right next. Yeah, oh, hold on, guys. My yard guys are outside on the long run. I know you hear them, right? Uh, that's uh, right. okay. All right. So, um, anyway, my bad. Um, we'll start that story over again because it's funny. Um, <sighs> so the closest I've ever gotten to that, man, it would have been about 2003, 2004. A good friend of mine, Rocky Danner, hosted a world barbecue championship at Sunset Beach in Jamaica. And uh, where they had a set up at cooking um, was just on the other side of the nude beach there. And, oh, there you uh, go. No, none of us was uh, none of us was showing the buff, but you know, we were right close to the beach where everybody else was. So, well, you don't want to get any sand in your chicken, that's for sure. I mean, you know, that that could be harmful to your health. I think. Yeah, indeed. 
I know you're pretty new out of the gate with this, Kelv, but when you sit back, like when you got home from the conference and you probably had at least two hours at some point to kind of reflect and sit back, did you ever think like, what have I done? No, just think, I just, I've thought an awful lot about what I need to do. What am I going to do? You know, and that, I stayed on the phone. I mean, it's, it's 14 hours from South Georgia to Fort Worth. So um, a good bit of that time on the phone, uh, talking to different ones who were there, uh, who heard about it and were calling. And, um, yeah, getting their direction and getting their input is invaluable. Um, so to say that I've thought about what have I done, nah. Um, but to continuously think about what I'm going to do and what we need to do to move in the right direction, um, a whole lot more than two hours have been thought in that. So I bet. I bet. We, we were talking in the last segment about, you know, weekend warriors, backyard barbecue guys and all that. How, how do you reach them? I mean, there's, and we talked about there's different, there's people that just do it because they like to grill on weekends or whatever. The three of us, you know, we'll hit the grill, you know, six nights a week type thing like that. But what can you do to entice them to build that membership? Well, you're doing yeah. a lot right now, right? Uh, going to events, isn't it Ace Hardware you're going to? And a lot of backyard warriors shop there and you're doing demos and that sort of thing. Um, I would think that would help with membership. Yeah, absolutely. So when we go and do those um, demos at Ace Hardware's, we end up, we always take goodie bags with us. Um, so inside our goodie bags, of course, is a copy of the magazine, little information sheet about MBBQA as well. But, um, you know, man, I, I'm telling you, the, the, the best way to do it is um, when you start offering your members and they get a benefit out of what you're doing and their network starts growing, they'll start hollering and telling their friends about where they're learning stuff, what you know, where they got involved. And that's where things will start growing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think about the, the state cook-off guys, Ken and Brett and those guys with SEA. And you think about their, how much they've grown the last four or five years. Um, man, it's tremendous. But they did that because they had a product or a event that included everybody and it was fun and it was fast. And the biggest way they grew was from different individuals who went and cooked with them, talking about it with their friends and their neighbors and all such as that. So um, that's, that's yeah, word of mouth. Doing. Yep. Best advertisement in the world. Overall, what's your uh, opinion, not just from, uh, the association now, but magazine and all that. Do you see a big potential for growth? Um, because we're kind of the, I don't want to get into politics, but the political waters and the social aspect of our communities here in the States, uh, there's a little turmoil going on out there. 
Um, you and I have talked about this offline and which is where that should stay. But my point is, um, do you think you can make barbecue kind of a escape factor for people? Yeah. I don't know that I can do that. Um, I I've got some ideas on how to do, you know, how to help people grill and barbecue a little more. One of the things, uh, you talked about us going to Ace Hardware with uh, B&B Charcoal and Oklahoma Joe's and those guys. Uh, one of the things we're doing is teaching, you know, when meat prices are going up like through the roof, how to do some of the cheaper cuts, mm-hmm. like you know, how to do a uh, bologna, you know, smoke a whole roll of bologna, how to do um, what we call a poor man brisket. Um we taught some of that, how to do, a, and then we took and made a poor man's steak. Um, I'm not sure anybody's ever done this, but we just, <laughs> we took the chuck eye, and instead of doing the whole roast, uh, we just sliced it down into steaks and did it hot and fast like a ribeye. The only difference was we left a rub on it for an hour and a half, two hours, really let it penetrate to break down uh, a little bit more. I love that. Turned out pretty good. Yeah, pretty double good, and at two ninety eight a pound versus eight ninety eight a pound. <laughs> I'd like to have eight ninety eight a pound. It's yeah. like twelve ninety eight a pound now. <laughs> it's killer, uh, it's crazy how much it's going. But yeah, so you know, little things like that, man. That's what we want to do is help people figure out a better way to do it or a different way to do it. You know, some people get all hung up in doing what they've done for so long. And me, that's why I'd never be a great competition cook because always trying to try something new and different. But I'm amazed at how many people don't know the difference between lump charcoal, charcoal briquettes, you know, um, the pellet grills, they think they're electrically fired versus, you know, the only electricity in them running a convection fan and a little auger to throw pellets in the pot but it's uh just that education part of it is what is going to make more people get involved and understand what's going on and um are you taking videos like are you going to post it on your site so that people can see that can't be at the events at ace hardware yeah we're going to do a mock one uh here uh hopefully after we get the mbqa videos this week um i've had a ton of people say well what is the poor man's steak what is that how you know mm-hmm. how do you get that so um so yeah we're going to try to do some demos hopefully the end of this week maybe the weekend coming up shoot some of those and they'll be you know they'll be up within before monday but yeah, that's the idea was uh, so many people. I didn't realize that was such a different thing. But because, um, of course, you know, I, I'm a copycat. I learned stuff from other people, all these superstars. So I just took and adapted that. So. Huh. Are there things that you could do in your videos for this, Kel, that would, you know, really get to people and say, well, you just gave us an example of, you know, chuck steak so to speak but are there a lot of things like that that you can do to make it easier for for people to keep wanting to tune in possibly um you know it's all about engagement so it's all about time investment and if you do it you know once a month you're not going to hit as many as if you do it you know 
twice a week. Right. You know? So that's, that's the key I've learned about, you know, reaching the masses or whatever. The more you do it, the, on a frequency level, the better off you are. Um, oh my gosh. I mean, there's millions and millions of tips. I mean, like one, we showed how to clean out the, um, the ash pan. Well, we took the ashes and put it over in their flower bed at <laughs> one of the ash doors, and the guy was like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah. So, you know, ash is fertilizer for plants, you know, so don't, right. when you take your ash out, don't just throw it away. Go put it on your roses. They yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> You never want to lose your ash. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back with Kel Phelps, National Barbecue News, and now the National Barbecue Association right after this. Hey, everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. We're talking with Kel Phelps today. I'm JT along with Leanne. Uh, we've got Amy Young coming up next week from Old World Spices and Seasonings. Amy, if I didn't say your name right, forgive me. Um, so you want to do that. Kel is going to stick around for after hours. I know he can't wait for that because <clears throat> it's such an intriguing part of the show. <laughs> after hours is where it's all happening, man. It's yeah, it fun. is. It's fun. It is. Leanne did tell me, though. <clears throat> Excuse me. Leanne did tell me I had to come up with some new questions, and that's where the nude barbecue beach thing came in. But, well, we're working on it, put it that way. <laughs> well, maybe that didn't disappoint. But, hey, I, I will tell you this. Now, there's a real juicy tidbit on that deal, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, a couple of your guests who you've already had on there did pretty well at that event, I best I can remember. I remember Ray Lampy attended that event. Um. And I remember Chris Lilly actually. I was gonna won say Chris. Game. Yeah. So yeah, you know, sure and ask them about that. If you, you get a chance to get them back on, ask them, or if you corner them up, ask. Well, them Chris that. is the first one to admit that he's barbecued in his underwear. He's been at least since I've been here. Yeah, uh, the first one. So he he has admitted it. Ray, I don't know. I don't know his deep dark secrets. <laughs> I think Ray, forgive me for this, but I can't. That image has now got in my head of like Santa and a thong with that beard of his. You know, I, I'm not sure about that. If I want to continue that line of questioning, but um, you know, I don't know. Hey, somebody, somebody's always told me, "Be careful what you ask for." So, yeah, you know, they situation they taught us in journalism school a long time ago to pretty much know the answer of the question you ask already so that, you know, you get the right answer, so to speak. But I don't want to have that image of Ray, you know, on a beach like that. I, I just, there, there, there isn't enough tequila in the world to make me want to see that. So anyway, forgive us, Ray, forgive us. Um, to have, and you touched on this in the very first segment, to have somebody that's full-time, uh, even if it's your office staff, 
to answer the phone and to get the questions to, if there are any, to the right people to try to get the answers, that's a pretty big step, really. You know, and to have a phone number, because for a long time there wasn't a phone number. You had to send in an email, like you said. You didn't get a response. I was not naming any names, but a previous uh, administration of the NBBQA, I reached out half a dozen times and never, never got a response. Absolutely never. Got well, a response. In, in their defense, they are volunteers and they have full time jobs. So it's 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 a hard balance. I understand that. Um, now you used to have a board and now you don't have a board. Does that mean uh, that the board that you worked with before is going to be totally out of the picture or are they going to assist with guidance on this transition? Oh, heck no. I, there's no way I could do it without uh, them and even more, you know, as far as the once a month annual get together board meeting type stuff. No, we're not going to go that route anymore. But uh, as far as, transitioning and you know getting ready for a new conference we already uh, announced our first little mini uh, meetup coming in august you know to organize all that stuff yeah absolutely we got to reach out and have mm -hmm. those guys help us because there's no way we could do it um the conference was so great do you have where the location where it's going to be next year <laughs> well, i've got two site visits uh lined up um, it'll be between those two, but I can tell you that we're, we're shooting for a late January, February type date, and we will be in the deep South somewhere. So Perfect. just, just make it so I don't have to fly through Houston. Would you please? I think you have to fly through Houston, no matter where you go, because of where you are. It's, I mean, you have to go through, right? Somewhere. So you need to just come a little earlier and uh, leave the airport and go hang out in Houston for a couple. I of days. agree. I, I've I got agree. I've been to Houston 50 times in my life, at least. And I've got family that lives there and so on and so on. But when they you get off the plane and then to catch your connection to like this one up to Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth, they said, oh, you're in the different concourse. You're that way and they basically pointed to me like it it seemed like it was about a mile to get down there and everything was under construction it usually is down there one facet or another and then when you got to that concourse i was at the very last gate you know and uh so that's why i said you know everybody says that even i say that i was at the very last gate why is it that like there's not millions of people at the very last gate how is it that <laughs> Yeah, I think it they seems... pick on barbecue people like that. Yeah, because they know we probably need the exercise, so they put all <laughs> our flights all the way at the far end, so we get a few extra steps in. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I get that thought process. I don't agree with it, but I get that thought process. <laughs> just act like you pulled a hammy or something and grab a, just jump on. Hey, yeah, I'm going down. yeah, I should have, I should have. In the best case scenario, Kel, where, um. Where do you see this? I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but say five years from now. Man, you know, that's one of the things that we so excited about now is um, we're able to put a five-year plan together. You know, before the 
board would swap over every two years. So you had new ideas coming in and man, I can tell you, there's a notebook right here beside me now. It's probably about that thick of great ideas that some of them got started, but they never really took off because they weren't implemented before that board member or whatever who was working on it uh, left. Their time was up or whatever, right. or they didn't rerun. So we're going to shoot for implementing a bunch of those. Matter of fact, the very first one is implemented hopefully in the next week or so when we release the videos. So that mm-hmm. people who weren't at the conference or, um, you know, were there at the conference, but they were had to choose between two classes, you know, they're able to go and see what they missed. We're gonna For the members that are out there and very active on social media, uh, w- would it help you at all that we hashtag you then yes. to try to help? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, we and when I was time. posting, I didn't know if that was annoying to you. And I thought, well, I don't know if it's going to help or hurt. So, um, oh, well, yeah, I'm no. all in there. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I'm known as the uh, now that smoking guy. It took me about two years. Somebody actually come up and said, oh, you're the now that smoking dude. Mm-hmm. It's like another blog, really. I mean, it's where people can track you down, know what you're up to. All they got to do is search that hashtag. So, sure. Heck yeah. We got to hashtag another way. We got to okay. get out of here because we're way over on time. So David will have a conniption fit, but that's okay. Kel Phelps, um, how can people find you real quick? Real easy, man. MBBQA.org um, or barbecuenews.com. Either way. All right. Kel Phelps, uh, thank you. And stick around for after hours. Thank you for listening this week. So on behalf of Leanne and myself, remember our motto here, turn it, don't burn it. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Envision Networks and Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.